Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Podcast presented by Plus Waco Comics and Rogue Media Network. Your bi-weekly info dump of all comics news. Oh, sh- I don't have a quote. Oh, what? What? Oh, I completely forgot. Froze on camera. This is episode, I think almost episode 20 and Armando finally forgot. finally forgot. finally forgot. Dropped the ball. Dang. Mm. It's all right. Calabunga. Calabunga. I'll, I'll try to save it. It's just the first one that pops in the mind. Turtles are cool. Turtles are car- tur- They're turtles. fun. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. We're on camera. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We're on oh, camera. I forgot. Yeah. Check this out. This is neat, right? Some stuff playing in the background. Look at that. Some I love it. Mm. Good comics. Oh, Secret that's Wars. That's Secret oh, Wars. Dude. That was the Jonathan Hickman Secret Wars. Yeah. yeah you know what? Weird. This might be the show. This <laughs> might yeah, be the show. Yeah, us just looking yeah. at the screen. Oh, and remember that? Oh, oh, oh and yeah. that was so cool. It'd be oh, a cool Guardians year. of the Galaxy. Oh, there's the Beyonder. Look at that. We've covered a lot of these in our previous yeah, look, the yeah. Molecule Man. Yeah. We've covered so much of these in previous uh episodes. It's Ultron. it's good to see now. Yeah. The, the audience has some kind of uh uh reference points. Yeah, and we're told we'll be able to put our stuff up there too to show you guys at some eventually. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. eventually. Also be a really cool way to review other books too, like from local or local. Oh theory. yeah, that's yeah. True. yeah, 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 for sure. Really cool. We just have to get a video from them. Yeah. But uh, this is a really cool studio. Um, but now that we've kind of gawked at the amazingness of all this, let's go and dive into some, some news for comics. Sure. Danny, do you have anything? you want to start off? Uh, I have a couple of things. All right. Hit uh, us with the first. Black Adam. So there's a Black Adam movie. Okay. There's a Black Adam movie coming. But DC Comics is uh, potentially relaunching, reestablishing Black Adam. Black Adam is dying. And he needs to choose a successor. And that's what the books are. Him looking for a replacement Black Adam. He's going to pass. Like, because the powers are, yeah. are transferable. Yeah. Right. Like, Captain Marvel slash Shazam, mm-hmm. he's transferred his powers to Captain Marvel Jr. and Mary Marvel and the entire Marvel family. Well, we've never seen the, the other side of that coin where Black Adam is able to do that. Yeah. So now we're going to see that in in an upcoming. I think it's a six issue miniseries coming from cool DC idea. Comics. Yeah, they're gonna find some big buff dude who looks just like Dwayne Johnson. Oh, God, I, I think hope. you know what? I think Joey's theory about how they kind of co you know coincide yeah. the comics with the movies is kind of playing out. Like, and I don't think like that's their, but I think it it helps to get people to read comics. Yeah. So I think they, so too. Just kind of line things. They up. might go that way, but like I said, I hope they don't, man. Because oof. I mean, if you get Doug Mank to draw oh, Black Adam, yeah. he already looks like The Rock. Yeah, Doug Mank, like, <laughs> have you seen his artwork? I don't. I, it's really good. He's done a lot of like mm-hmm. Batman, uh, Justice League, Superman books. He did, I think, f- some Final Crisis in there. He's got a long history at Lobo. Mm-hmm. Um, his characters are really huge and muscular, so which makes sense because he's a he's yeah. a workout dude. He's a buff dude. Yeah, check it out. So. I'm excited for it, you know, seeing yeah. the other side of the coin of it. I yeah. just, I hope they don't find somebody that looks just like The Rock. Right. You know, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll uh, definitely see what for happens. For mine, um, I'm on the, another villain book. Uh, so we heard about this a little bit after the Batman came out. But uh, Paul Dano is going to be writing uh, the Riddler Year One. And now right. originally I thought it was just going to be some Riddler book that he's just happened to be writing. Right. Uh, but it's a prequel to the Batman. 
Huh. Yeah, so it's a it's a DC black label book. And it's going to tell the story of how uh, Edward Nashton went from a Gotham City accountant to becoming the nemesis that the Batman has to face uh, in the latest Batman film. Cool. So I'm even more interested in it now because if they're going to, because it's, this book is going to be canon, like in that, right. in that realm. Um, and they've done stuff like that before. Like prequel books aren't anything new. Uh, but I just think it's really interesting that the uh, actor of the Riddler is going to be writing an in-canon Riddler book for it. You know, yeah, it's really neat. Let's um, let's give let's just give celebrities all the comic work. Normally, I wouldn't like it, but I'm, I'll see what happens with this one. You know, we'll see how well how well written it is. Yeah, but yeah. it's going to be coming out in October. It's going to be a bi monthly series, uh, okay. mini, six issue miniseries. Real quick, in the Dark Knight, was that guy the Riddler? Which one? Have you seen the Dark Knight? The the, the 2008. Chris, yeah, yeah. Christopher Nolan. Oh, was which the guy dude. The um, yeah, the guy who confronts Lucius Fox. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know what Bruce Wayne is doing with this money. Yeah, ah, they're reaching. Are they reaching? I'm not. Look, I'm not saying they are or aren't. But what, what gives it away? Like, what, what? No, no, no. I'm. I'm asking you. Do you think like that, what's that your guy take could on be? It? No, that was never. I have never thought of that. You never thought mind. that guy was because the Riddler is smart. And yeah. he's able to figure things out. Why, would, why wouldn't he infiltrate? And in company? the comics, at that point in the comics, I think Hush had already come out. Oh, and yeah. the Riddler knows Batman's secret identity. Mm-hmm. I just have this one one thing then. So the question that Lucius Fox asked him is like, if you're, uh, if you really think this guy is doing this, and you're but that's what I'm saying. Like Lucius Fox retorts, uh, responds with it to his questioning with his was, own question, like. This you really want to try and extort this man? I think the Riddler would have already thought of that. So I, I don't think any. No, I think that's a reach. I think that's the same thing that people are saying. Like uh, Bruce Campbell was Mysterio in the first Spider Man. Like that's that's a reach. Exactly. You're right. You're like, how is does that? How does that make sense? Okay. Well, but what were you talking about? Like one time about was it the Batman? Like somebody's in the 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 Batman verse from like the '89 movie, or or was it something else? I don't remember. It was like some weird, like, man, let me think of it. We can keep talking. I'm right. going cool. think of it. All right. No, I just I just thought that because we're talking Riddler. And, yeah. never and that was him. a thing. That was, like That's a big thing on no. the internet. Go look wow. on the internet. I never thought of that's that. That's crazy. I, oh, I you, were, you were also probably like seven. So, anyways. <laughs> Mono, what you got? I was 14. Man, so um, this company, I've never heard of them. They're called Opus Comics. They're putting out a Death Dealer series. Frank Frazetta, Death Dealer. So back in the, I think the late 80s um, or maybe early 90s, uh, Glenn Danzig, if you know who he is, the the musician, mm-hmm. he did with um, Veritalk, Veritalk Comics. He did a bunch of like risque, like metal kind of stuff. And I wasn't really into like the Demon Mask, but they did put out a line of Frazetta comics. So they had like Death Dealer, uh, Jaguar God, which was like Dark Wolf from Fire and Ice. And uh, they had like artists like Arthur Shudam and like um, Simon Beasley on them, and they were pretty good. So this one, they have a lot of artists um, like uh, Fred Federico Mil- Mil- Millet. Is that how you say his name? He did some covers. Simon Bianchi did some covers. Bill Sienkiewicz. All these artists are doing these really cool um, covers. And then the interior—I guess the interiors are done by uh, maybe Mike Delgado. They haven't. I don't know if it's like for Zeta thing. They've just been posting the covers to like promote it, but they haven't talked about them. The interiors, they have um, Iverson, Martino, Delgado, Pascali, I think. So maybe all European artists. I don't know. That's kind of cool. You know, I haven't read a, a Frank Frazetta comic, like a comic on his. his property. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's just like based off his paintings and like his, what he, and you know, the Frazetta, their whole family is very like particular about his rights and properties and stuff. So um they the artists did have a lot of um you know freedom within the comic and but with while paying homage to him but also you know every his name's on everything so um they're pretty good man i'll bring some next time so you can check them out i like them for sure yeah i think i've only seen like art books yeah yeah the comics are different because like when you see them some of them have the actual like paintings on the front and so you get excited and then you look and the art's kind of like you know they have some other artists doing it that's always yeah Yeah, that's that's always a thing we've talked about but for me, it's because, like, I love Frazetta. I grew up with him. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this, you know, and then you look. It's like, oh, this is kind of good. But, you know, but, like, uh, Simon Beasley, he killed it. Arthur Shudam killed it. Oh, we got, we got Beyonce on here. Jay-Z? <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce. They are they are on the show. They are on the podcast. Yeah, so. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Tune in. Yeah. 
I brought my sand to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's cool. I'm excited yeah. about it. I don't know. They just released the pre-orders for stores to order them. So it might just be like a one shot, but nice. they were talking about it's going to be might be a series, so. Cool. Then you got anything else? Oh, I've got I've got plenty. Do you I've really? got plenty? Yeah, I've All got right. uh what do you want? DC Marvel. Give us some Marvel yeah. stuff. I, I've some been Marvel. off of the Get social ready. medias. Yeah. All the um, answers, bro. Hashtag all the answers. <laughs> the answer, bro. Um, so in Marvel Comics, we've discussed X-Men for a while. Yeah. Uh, we saw Inferno. We read through that. And at the end, uh, Maria McTaggart had her X-Gene removed by Destiny and Mystique. And that, and then she was infected with a Krakoan cancer that was slowly killing her. And so she went on the run because the X-Men, well, not the X-Men, but like Mystique was hunting her down to try to finish her off. And while on the run, the cancer starts eating away at her and she's trying to survive. Now, Mortimer McTaggart, who was once the catalyst for this new House of X, Powers of Ten, New styled X-Men was once Charles Xavier's lover, uh, was once one of the foremost leaders and thought of the of X-Men mutantdom and everything, trying to support them, is probably going to be their greatest enemy. Dang. She has become an Omega Sentinel. What? Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. So how, that's crazy. So she's like an and like an what yeah. do you call it? like a cyborg kind like, of yeah. kind of like a wow. cyborg. Yeah. So the Omega uh, Sentinels were supposed to be human, like indistinguishable from humans, but they're just Sentinels. Like they can do all this lying in wait. Yeah, exactly. Or like a MK Ultra, like sleeper agents or something like that. Yeah. And it, what? Dang, that's crazy. Who? How did? How? What happened? So in the uh, the book X Lives of Wolverine, which. I thought it was just going to be a straight up Wolverine book. And, yeah. you know, I, with oh, so you read some? Is it good? It's pretty good. It's wow, pretty good. Okay. It, it brings in Wolverine and Dakin and Laura and Gabby, all the various Wolverines, plus like a, a warlock style Wolverine from the future, an Omega Wolverine, and oh, like all these different, like, okay. and they're all hunting McTaggart. Uh, the Omega one from the future is hunting her there. The Wolverines are hunting it and it's just a huge mess that happens, but it's interesting in how it happens. She does die at the end. So her 10th life, which is the last life that destiny saw in the books, um, it comes to an end, but she's reborn Dang. because while she's on the run, she's been, you know, biologically changing herself and accepting uh, machine smith style technology so now she's become an omega she like comes out of her grave and everything an what? omega sentinel yes yes that's pretty All epic right. dude. so I, I haven't read the 10 lies of wolverine or the x lives wolverine because i thought it was gonna be like a that's what it, yeah i didn't yeah yeah i'm gonna read it now yeah Damn wow it. that's cool thought i was gonna save some money there <laughs> <laughs> so what you got uh, so this is a little bit for uh, anime news. Uh, Toei Animation, they got hacked. And at first I thought it was just going to be like a little, uh, you know, somebody probably went in and uh, tried to get like a couple episodes or something like that early for leaks or something. Right. Uh, but this devastated, not, well, not really devastated, but it hit the brakes on a lot of popular series. Uh, so a group of hackers attacked Toei Animation and they gained access to both the website and the internal systems, resulting in the deletion, altering, and corruption of several files of episodes. So uh, popular series like Dragon Quest, uh, One Piece, uh, the new Digimon, uh, all those are postponed indefinitely. You're heartbroken over that Digimon news, aren't you? Dude, Digimon Ghost Game is good, all right? We, we can talk about that all day. Mm. It no, is we good. can't. It is you good. You can. You can. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm glad Mike got us these couches. I'm going <laughs> to go saying. sit in the car and talk about it. I'm going to roll those windows up. <laughs> the Digimon Ghost game is really good. If you, and if you haven't watched the 2020 Digimons, like if you're familiar with the old school Digimon cartoon, watch the 2020 reboot. It's really good. There's a reboot of a cart of the cartoon. Yeah. So it's like it's like a kid show, but like just they redid it. Well, they kind of play on some alternate universe stuff. And I, I don't know how but we'll get into all that. Yeah. But yes and no. And then uh, one of the biggest uh, upsets of it that I'm heard about is uh, the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie. They it's it was supposed to come out like I think in a month or two. And now there's no date for it. Good. 
What do you mean? Man, <laughs> I, oh. Honestly, the less of that stuff. Have y'all seen those memes? Hey, hey, that hey, guy? hey, hey. We'll watch it when it comes out on video. Yay. <laughs> have y'all seen the Have y'all seen the memes of the that guy that makes those little TikToks and he's like, like somebody's doing something and he's like, oh, uh, somebody's grandma like lifts a crate or something. He's like, she she ain't stronger than Goku though. <laughs> and like all his friends are holding him back. She can't fight Goku though. Like, Oh, that's how y'all are, bro. Like, yo, well, 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 could he be yo, Goku though? Yo. I'm not on that team. Yo. Nah, I'm not on that team. But could she be Goku? Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. I'm not on that team. Oh no, man. Suspect. You suspect, bro. Mondo, you got anything? Uh, nah, man. Not, that was probably it. That was it? That was it, man. Yeah. Awesome. I've been staying off the social medias for a while. Yeah. To get, you I know, need to. Some some mental health stuff, but it's all good. We're all good. So. That's good. It's good taking a break. Mental health breaks. Yeah. Always, you know. Whenever you need them. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think I think that wraps up news. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll get into other stuff. All right. After yeah. these messages. After these messages. Welcome back to the Long Box Podcast. Uh, we're going to be getting into what we've been reading over the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm gonna start off because I actually brought my books. Trying to call us out, bro? I did. I am. I know just a this bit. guy. Just a little bit. Uh, so I that's why he wanted to be on video so he could show off what he bought and everything. Like, look, guys, look. Shout out to Brent Maxton, mm-hmm. sponsor us. Um, anyway, uh, no. So there were some books that came out. Uh, some ones that finished. Some ones that started up. That I'm really excited about. Uh, some I'm not so excited about. Um, the one that I'll start off with that's really cool is this one called Ghost Cage. And the interiors of this, uh, this book is as close to like a, a manga that you can get. Because they have it screen toned out and everything. It's, it's as close to a manga as you can get without, what, buying a manga? Yeah. It's like you need a, to finish that thought, Joey. I probably should. But it's like an American manga. And it's, it's, I had to read it like three times to understand what happened. Is it because you read it from left to right instead of from right to left? Shut it's up. a manga. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, not this time. Hey, this artwork's pretty cool, though. I've never heard of the artist or the writer, um, but uh, it starts off. Well, it just came out. Well, yeah, I didn't, but I didn't know if they were like because it's an image book, and I didn't know if it was. Uh, oh, if, if they was, used like previous illustrators right. and stuff. Um, but it's uh, it's this guy has made this this uh, Einsteinian scientist has made this uh, robot to combat different embodiments of power like uh there's like a coal villain there's a bro, hydro this is, villain this is super mario bro shy and guy a, and king boo right here look and but there's a little ghost with it i do i there's a lot going on and i have no idea how it all pieces together but i know i'm buying the second issue okay it looks pretty interesting it's it's tight it's tight i promise if you check it out you'll be interested in it uh, here's that uh, the next one that came out uh, that I got was uh, Godzilla and Mighty, or sorry, Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Pass. Now I was gonna pass on it, but it's written by Colin Bunn, my favorite writer. So I grabbed it. Oh, this um, is Nick Dragota. Nick Dragota. Yeah, what, what is he, he did. On uh, he was uh, on East of West. Oh, was it? Yeah. Go I only ahead. had the first volume of that. I didn't really. I didn't finish reading that one. I think Joey just looks at writers, kind of like how we look at artists. You yeah, know? that's his yeah. thing. Buy, even even still, I know some writers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I buy a lot of first volumes, so like mm. of writers, like who who wrote East of West? Or was it uh, what's Hickman. his name? Jonathan. Yeah. So I have that one, but I mean, I don't know the right the artists always. Mm. I'll do better, y'all. I'll do better. If I don't, if I'm not continue that, on with your Godzilla Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Man, these Power we're Rangers, limited on time. I, they look yeah, you're right. they look jacked. <laughs> Oh, that's Freddie Williams. He always draws those big bulky. So the artwork in it, I'm not too much of a fan of, but the story, you could probably just wait for the oh. the trade. Oh yeah, uh, if you're not interested in getting the single issue. Yeah, I feel like Freddie Williams has signed on to all these boom books because he's done all like the Thundercats and. I think that's what he. I think that's the work he's getting right now. Yeah. Just, you know. But it's it's a God Rita Repulsa and uh, the Power Rangers getting to Godzilla's realm. That's it. Trash. It, yeah. Well, yeah. That's all these crossovers are. Yeah. I was it, excited. The first one I think was like the Batman Ninja Turtle one, and it was a six sheet one. That was pretty cool. But then they kept going with it. No, the good ones were the uh, the Hanna Barbera one, or not the uh, Hanna Barbera ones, uh, the Looney Tunes ones, the DC and Looney Tunes crossover. Oh, the one shots. Yeah. yeah, those were just fun. Yeah, those yeah, were pretty. They good. They were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the last one I got uh, was Cloaked. It's a book from Dark Horse. It's a four issue miniseries, and it's like a Batman uh, analog. 
Uh, so it tells the story of like a grittier Batman. Uh, like there's its own version of the Joker. A grittier Batman. Hey, yeah. Was this grittier. the how, how? Hey, was this the one that started off like as a it got a Kickstarter or something? It got picked up. I'm not too sure about that. Or like one. an indie go go, I think. Let me see. It kind it kind of reads like an indie indie book. Like a it's just like a, a writer and artist team that like wanted to make a Batman book that didn't make a Batman book. Ah, oh, this is it. They have all the elements and they just twist it a little bit. This like is this it. one is murder. I think they got picked up before they actually went to. Um, like kicks the you know the crowdfunding yeah uh, but there, the, the artwork is cool i love the covers mm-hmm. on them uh the story it was it was pretty interesting and there's a twist at the end of number four Batman. that uh you, you think that the whole story is going one way and then in number four there's a really cool twist uh that just really turns the whole story over and it's one of those twists where whenever you go back and read the first couple of issues they kind of read it in a different light because you understand a different perspective on it. So mm. uh, it's really cool. So if you like books with twists and uh, you like short stories, it's only four issues. So uh, that's what I had this week. Mm. Yeah, those are really tight. Yeah. Mondo, did you read anything? I just read some old stuff on my comicsology. I'm hooked on this stuff. find a lot of stuff that I um, passed up when it came out. Are you, are you figuring um, out comicsology now? Yeah, yeah. It's becoming more accessible. I'm reading Black Science right now by... Um, out of image by Matteo Scaletta is the artist, and yeah. then the writer is. Oh, let me see. See, I'm like you. I don't pay attention to all this. Dang, I can't even tell. My eye. Oh. He's pulling the old man card. Oh my I god. My he's he's his glasses. <laughs> Rick. 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 Rick Remender. Yeah, Rick Remender. That's what it is. Rick Remender. And yeah. it's good. It's just. It's just science, man. It's like a very more. Um, violent star trek i guess cool so and the opening scene is crazy it's like the this guy and his family it's like you know they're like a like a knockoff like fantastic four so you're thinking oh this is gonna be like fantastic four and then like his whole family like dies in the first issue like, and he's left on this planet to like try to figure out like a different planet yeah like they're oh. on a different planet like you know doing research and stuff and everything and you're like oh this is gonna be like fantastic war and then he's like the kids they're dead <laughs> it's crazy wild yeah and so the art's great it's real like big it's real big um it's like lila jack kirby colors not maybe necessarily the style but a lot of those colors are in there it's pretty it's cool, cool. rick reminder's so. a good writer i think he had a book called the uh, trillium a while back it probably was a, it was yeah. a trippy book like it was one of those where uh the first co- uh, first issue like you read it one way and then in the half of the story you flip it over and begin the other story and they kind of just collide in the middle. Yeah. Uh, that was a really cool story. I liked his X-Force run. I haven't read it. Oh, you got to read it. See, I, I, I the, it's uh, the Apocalypse Saga. Oh, okay. man. So it's the one with like Wolverine, Deadpool, Psylocke, Archangel, and Phantom X. And they're put on a team together and they have to go kill Apocalypse. Only they find Apocalypse as a kid. And so they, instead of killing him, they bring him. Oh, this is where the clone, the, his the yeah. clone of yeah. Uh, Ethan. Yeah. yeah, Ethan. There you go. See, so that's like on the planet. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, and they find like this kind of like alien Aztec temple. And he's like, what? These big fish god things, but they're aliens. That's so tight. it's real trippy, and the art's kind of like real, um, like I try to get Sal because it's real like design-like, you know, real graphic. Mm-hmm. He likes that kind of stuff, so. Tight. Danny, what you been reading? Um, I read uh, Human Target number oh, six yeah. this week. Nice. So we're halfway through the story. It's God. Is that the one where God Gardner got got? Did he get shot? I, I don't know if he got shot, but I saw the panel like a little like his head getting like. Yeah, that's oh. the one or whatever. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, dreams do come true. Like, I remember that was all over uh, uh like uh, Facebook news. Uh, the CBR is like uh. Green Lantern dies in horrific way in in book, and I was like, mm-hmm. "What? Who who died?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I don't care." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, you don't care now. You thought it, you were you were there. Thought it was Kyle, your boy Kyle. <laughs> thought it was Iron Lantern, bro. Iron Lantern. So, <laughs> so what? What? Because ha- some people uh, listen to the podcast might have seen that that headline too. What? What events led up to Guy Gardner getting his head blown off like that in the Human Target? Uh, Christopher Chance, the human target, uh, essentially dating slash sleeping with ice from Justice League International. There's and at great. one point, Green Lantern and ice were a thing. They were an item. And guy or Green Lantern guy Gardner, to be specific. Yeah. And then just uh, 
the provocation of that going on. Guy Gardner not being able to let go of ice. Just being just being Guy Gardner. Just being a total uh, jackass. So um Entitlement. And they and they'd gotten into uh scuffles in the series, like I think in issues three and four. Uh at one point Christopher Chance uh tricks Guy Gardner and takes his ring from him so he can punch him. Like it's hilarious. What? That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so you've you you gotta read it. You gotta check it out. So uh, the human target it's a twelve issue series. It's twelve issues. They're so taking a break. Yeah, we're halfway through. They're taking a break so that uh they can catch up on artwork and everything. Cool. So that uh I finished reading the first half of the last volume of Jupiter's Requiem. Is that a Jupiter's legacy? Yeah. So it's a Mark Miller book. Uh Tommy Lee Edwards started drawing it. I don't know who took over, but it's very similar to Tommy Lee Edwards. Um so Jupiter's legacy, if you've read anything about it, the Earth is pretty much a utopia except for the the superheroes who are not happy, they get past all that. This is now the next generation on, and the Earth is kind of just stable. And then we have some outside invaders come in, like an invasion of other superheroes from another planet. But it's they don't they don't come in as invaders. They come in as friends. And it's not until like issue four that you realize, holy shit, this they're trying to kill the heroes on earth to clear them out so that they can take over and yeah. invade Dang. and like issues a, like a team of superheroes yeah. from a different planet. Yeah. Do they like, like, do they have like a whole superhero get up or they kind of, they have costumes and everything they what? have. Yeah. It's wild. It's crazy. I love it. So, so in, uh, where does this take place in the timeline of Jupiter's legacy? It's so in the future. In the future. Yeah. This is, yeah. Jupiter's legacy is all old stuff. Requiem is the stuff now going forward. So I, because I haven't read. I mean, I've watched the series, but I haven't read. Just uh, don't, Jupiter's, don't, don't, don't pay attention to the series. Read the book separately. Okay. Yeah. So if I just want to jump into Jupiter's legacy, just jump into Jupiter's legacy number one. Yeah. Okay. So if I get into like to uh, Requiem, am I gonna be lost? No. Okay. If you start with legacy, no. Oh damn. That's, I mean, that's, can... that's kind of like any story. I feel like, like I, I don't like people that. Where do I start reading comics? Like anywhere, dude. It's so vast. Anywhere, yeah. You'll get a reference point, and then of course they're gonna let you know where to, you know, reference what you're reading. Oh, you got to read this first, or you got to read that first. So it won't spoil anything. I feel like, but you might, like, you might feel some type of way because these characters are generational. Yeah. These are like true generational characters. It's, their father, grandfather, and all this stuff, and then the in the requiem, it's kids and their kids. So they they're now parents who are older with their kids coming up as the next generation of heroes. So you don't really need to know anything previously. You just can establish this as a starting point and go forward. But if you want to know like the current heroes' backstory, go back. That's all it is. Sorry. Yeah. I like that idea of it. That and then the last book, I, uh, Radiant Red. Radiant Red is good. I the the one spinoff issue from Radiant Black where David Lafuente and Kyle Higgins kind of came in. Uh, I like Lafuente's work. Um, it's fun and energetic, and it was a it was a cool twist. Radiant Red. Yeah, it was. So that issue one came out last week. So it's on the shelves now. Go check it out. It's really fun. And then World's Finest number one with uh, Superman, Batman, um, and Dan Mora. Dan Mora is doing Dude, like eight God. books, bro. Like eight books. He's got like uh, Once in Future. He's got Detective Comics. He's got World's Finest. He's got some Power Ranger stuff in there. I don't know how he does it. The yeah. Dude does not sleep. That's wild. Then, yeah, then he'll post some stuff like, oh, dude, this sketch between... And it's like a full like pinup of Batman. It's probably ambidextrous, like, just getting at it with two hands. <laughs> and, uh, I actually don't think we talked about uh, uh, Supermassive or Rogue Sun. Yeah, y- y'all mentioned up. it. Y'all mentioned it last time. Yeah. No, you tried to no, talk about it. No, we were talking about it afterwards. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you tried to talk about it. So yeah. with uh, Radiant Red, uh, Radiant Red is actually a tie-in with uh, the whole uh, supermassive uh, universe that Image is building with Kyle Higgins. Uh, so there was uh, uh, Radiant Red came out this month, but also um, Rogue Sun came out. 
and Rogue Son was like a, it's it's a generational hero. Like his the guy that has the power now. His father had the power before him, and it's like this little gemstone. And whenever he shouts out Rogue Son, he transforms into this like. Uh, he kind of looks like a guy in a destroyer armor, almost, mm-hmm. uh, from Thor, if, uh, if you guys are familiar with it. Um, and so he's the muscle type. Yeah, and uh, he comes off as, like, the... the Trash. My the God. Movie? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Dude. yeah. Side note, I saw the spoilers for that movie. Oh, my God, I totally believe they're true because Sony makes trash-ass films like that. I wish they I, they can, I wish they could capture, like, the, uh, the Into the Spider-Verse, whatever made that good, and put that into the live-action films, but they're not. Uh, back on to Supermassive Universe. I'm sorry. Uh, but the Rogue Sun guy, he is uh, the, the older one of the... He's like the senior superhero in this universe. And he's like this rich playboy kind of guy, but he's like a Bruce Wayne with it where he doesn't really want that life and his true life is being the, the Rogue Sun, the costume hero guy. And he's based in Louisiana, which is kind of funny because we have a superhero that's based in Louisiana and they kind of have... Little, we do? Yeah. Come on, man. This is news to me. I don't know who the hell. What are we talking about? Read the scripts, man. <laughs> oh, the ones that don't exist? <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, we uh, What's really cool about the, the Supermassive book that came out is it tied uh, Radiant Black. It tied in uh, Inferno Girl Red. Uh, which was a Kickstarter That's book. A ki- yeah, a Kickstarter yeah. book. Um, and then it uh, tied in uh, this Rogue Sun guy, and it kind of put them all together. And it in was one universe. So, did, so her book got picked up too, right, by the by Image? Like it's all the same? I think Radiant Black was as well. Like it wasn't Radiant Black a, a crowdfunded book? I don't think it was. Okay. I think Radiant Black was, was it went straight, straight to, to Image, yeah. and then Kyle Higgins had ideas for other books. And then he went on Kickstarter, and whenever it with came the, out, with the Inferno Girl Red, Inferno Girl Red, yeah. And I think that's that after crazy. that, that's when he started tying some yeah. things. But yeah, it's it's really cool. The, the the characters play off of each other really well. Inferno Girl Red is really, uh, uh, she's like a, a representation of like the Sailor Moon tropes, you know. Like the, is she the, dumb? The magical girl? Nah. I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm well, oh yeah, because well, we had I that just, point last time yeah. that <laughs> they made, she, they made like they made Sailor Moon a badass. It was like, yeah, she's badass, but also she's dumb in the show. Like, they, uh, well, they, yeah, okay, so yeah, they, she? They, they kind of oh. because she's yeah, from a different universe. Yeah, and, oh. she's, and she's very but like ditzy. It, well, it's, she's it's, not is dumb. Is it dumb she's or is it she's she, learning? She, well, she, she's learning. Okay, she's ditzy. Like she, but I think it's a bad portrayal because they didn't. No, no, no. We're not talking about Sailor Moon. We're oh, we're talking about, about oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Inferno okay. Girl Red. Yeah. Inferno, Inferno Girl. Okay. Inferno so Girl Red. So she's from another universe, and yeah. uh, there's a scene So she's where, learning about our universe. Yeah, oh, okay, so, okay. She, so she doesn't know what cars are, and so there's a scene where, like, they're on a road trip because oh, yes. they lose their powers, and they have to go get them so they can't fly, and uh, she's like, I want to learn how to how to do this, and so uh, they let her drive, and she's like, this is it's, it's exciting. It's boring, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's good then. Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, she's not dumb. She's just new to our universe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but it's really cool. The, the artwork was really awesome. There was, uh, uh, the color work was really, really cool. I, I cannot remember the colorist name uh, offhand, but I know I hit him up to try to get work on our book whenever we were looking. Um, and he said he's open to working with us one day, so we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm really excited for what's coming next. Uh, we have in- Inferno Girl Red. Uh, the Kickstarter, uh, I think, is all finished up, and the rewards, I, I don't know if they're out just yet, because I know the book isn't available uh, through Image yet, but... As soon as it is, I know I'm going to be getting that one. Oh wow! I got a no. I got an email because I backed the Kickstarter oh, yeah? and the artist. Something happened to the artist. Well, like he kidnapped or something. She. She got kidnapped. No. What happened? Like some a health scare, Joey. Oh. Jesus Christ! Well, calm like the fuck like down. Something happened to the artist. Like, yeah, like 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 she had a stroke or something. Not. Oh, shit. Who gets what artist? <laughs> what artist do you know gets kidnapped? <laughs> I don't Artists know. don't leave their fucking houses. It's a good way to sell a book. <laughs> no, draw this like for me. there was there was some kind of mild health scare, yeah. and she's in recovery, um, and she's doing layouts or something. Oh, she's okay. she's able to catch up or attempting to catch up on the book. Like that email came through this one. I was like, what am I reading? It was and, it a graphic novel that's coming out, or was it a single issue? I think it's a single issue, but uh, you know it's through Kickstarter, so it yeah. might be. Uh, more than twenty-two pages, twenty-four pages. Trash again. <laughs> trash. Boo. Can't, can't, can't enforce it enough. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Inferno Girl Red. That looks cool. 
That's why I, I wanted to. I wanted to back it to where you could get the helmet. What? <laughs> they had a helmet, bro, on the Kickstarter. You could I get mean, a helmet. So I don't make some, fun I got of some me s- for Power Ranger stuff when you over here wanting to get an Inferno Girl Red helmet. I just want the helmet. I don't want to go dressed up like Inferno Girl Red. I yeah. think the helmet looks cool. I'm not like you roller skating in your Power Ranger outfit. Dude, if I had a Power <laughs> Rangers helmet, I would totally wear that on my skates. I might I might got some stuff in the works for Lawbringer when we do the Kickstarter. So, you know. Yo, I nice. could totally wear a Lawbringer helmet. Just saying. Just saying. I could totally use it to sell a house. Yeah. No. I don't know. You tell me. I could try. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, uh, so the whole like uh, uh, Thanos situation. I was gonna bring up uh, uh, another book that we read, um, the the Heretic. No, what's it called? Yeah. I was it called the Heretic. Eternals, the the Heretic. Yeah, they go Eternals, yeah. the Heretic. So we meet. Uh, Thanos's grandpa, uncle, grandpa, uncle, uncle, grandpa, grandpa. Uncle, grandpa. Uncle, grandpa. uncle, grandpa, uncle, grandpa, uncle, grandpa. Yeah. So, uh, but I, and he's just cranky. Is he, is. is he like your atomic grandpa? Your idea? Worse, man. He's like <laughs> he's like this, just sitting on a throne, and like uh, Thanos comes to him, and he just like gets scolded. It's That's like, all it is. It's like you have yeah. like a, oh, I'm gonna, gonna go see my grandpa today, and you go to him and you ask how things have been going. He's just, like he's like you killed half the universe. It's like do something or don't do it. Yeah. So. Okay. So I and they were hyping that up. I don't know what's what's going on. With Thanos that. is a so is I, a popular. As far well, as I Thanos know. is being overused and not in the right, right way. Almost kind of the same way Darkseid is being used. Yeah. Right now, like there's not he doesn't seem as threatening as he did. Yeah. In the past. You know, because Dark side or Thanos? No, but he's talking both. Both. They're both put in these because you know they're supposed to be like the big bads, right? right. So, the, like, they're just shoving it in everybody's faces in any ways. It and it's used like, to be when they showed up, you know, sh- you yes. knew shit was about to get real. Right. Now it's like, oh, they're here every week. So we're going back to the Thanos copter days or, or what? Probably. Damn. I don't mind. Give me a Thanos copter. Because it sounds... <laughs> with your helmet. But it sounds like they're trying to make the, the heretic into the new Thanos. Like, they're trying to give us a new big bad in the Marvel Universe and... Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I just yeah. don't feel no ways about it. Well, because I I don't know what this is gonna do because he's a deviant, of course. So I don't know what this is gonna tie into the whole X Men being uh, not labeled mutants anymore, and they're gonna be deviants. I'm just like wondering Dude, how this is. You've gonna... got to know when to stop talking. Damn. <laughs> we can get into that in a minute. We've got to take a break. Oh, my bad. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Awesome. Uh, welcome back. Uh, thank you for all the sponsor notes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping in back into the... Uh, RC Cola. We're not Coke <laughs> or Pepsi, <laughs> but we're trying. We're trying. Man, I'll take RC Cola over Pepsi any day, man. Cherry oh, RC is so good, bro. It is. Pepsi, yeah. is so Pepsi's trash. Tastes like metal, dude. Oh, like, did you see the new Pepsi? Oh, the, the, Sal tagged us in it. Yeah. The pancake, Shout out Sal. Maple, maple syrup Pepsi. Yo. So, at first... Wait, go ahead. What? I, I, okay, so there was this uh, maple syrup soda I've had before. I can't remember. There's like some kind of. But that's what I'm saying. At first, I thought, gross. Who would drink that? Right. But then, wait a minute. Cola base is Isn't just it? caramel. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. Give me some pancakes and pour my soda on it. <laughs> I'm going to get that aftertaste of butter, too. Buttery. Mm, yes. Buttery flat. <laughs> I can already feel my gums deteriorating. So, let's go. Speaking of deteriorating. Uh, jumping back into the uh, deviant storyline going on with Marvel uh, and the Avengers and X Men and and all that, you're uh, you're you're talking about uh, the heretic and how mm-hmm. you think Marvel might be setting him up, setting him up to be the next big bad, which could be the case because the next big story coming out of Marvel this summer is it this summer this summer is uh what is it like a it's a crossover event between the Avengers, the, the Eternals, X- and the X Men. Yeah. 
And why are the X-Men in this? Uh, because they're now labeled as deviants, which the Eternals are sworn to destroy. What? Or meant to destroy. Yeah. That's crazy. So I don't like that they're changing the status quo on the X-Men, but I just it feels like it's coming out of nowhere. They're just know? fitting into the narrative like why why couldn't they be deviants? Okay. If 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 the you know Eternals were set up before anybody like And y'all know my not, theory on this. They're doing this because they're going to somehow segue the X-Men be or the mutants being deviants into the MCU because right now deviants are a hot point in the movies. Mm, are they? Not yeah. really. Dude, I don't know, man. The Eternals didn't really I feel have a lot of people that were like into it like everybody that i've talked to and even like reading comments and people they're just not into the like to the eternals which is fine i don't think that movie was meant to be like okay this is but it was to introduce that the marvel universe is bigger is expanding, is expanding. It's, it's more expansive than you believe it's it's bigger than just the avengers it's to showcase this group that's been which you know it kind of falls flat on his face. They've been here this long and they didn't right, uh, interfe- right. intervene yeah. when Thanos uh, came out. Who was a deviant? I think I don't know. See, the whole thing is confusing. The whole the whole situation with uh, uh, the deviants going on right now, at least in the MCU side, I'm so confused. Well, that's why you that. have to learn to like. You have to learn to kind of enjoy these movies to a certain up to a, like you critique them right like oh this is how i would write it but to a certain extent it's like yeah you could pick apart like how it all files into a timeline gap and this doesn't match up but man was it a good comic book story did it p- portray all the marvel characters like it should have like yeah if it hit all those points i'm good you know as far as me but yeah i think it would be frustrating for you like as a as a writer who likes to piece things together just well this doesn't make sense because this 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 who likes know? to have everything written out right and i get it. it it helps it's it's your building blocks it's your process to make things work story-wise for you so i you know i can see that but then you end up with like a seven hour movie yeah I'm all or right the batman it. give me two parts <laughs> with 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 four, ten four endings <laughs> give me four parts give me four parts uh but no i Honestly, I wish they do like a lot of the introductions and all that through the Disney Plus series because that way you have longer, uh, you have more screen time. Well, who are you introducing then? Yeah, X Men, the, the mutants. How? Krakoa. Uh, we, we already. Ta- I think we already talked about this on how we. How we Is that how you would introduce the X Men? Yeah, Krakoa. Charles Xavier shielding the because I'm totally uh, in. Uh, he could totally shield the entire Earth on the existence of of this one island, and if the mutants were already established and. They already had their history and all that. You know, who's to say Charles Xavier can't just alter the minds of, of everybody on Earth? See, now here's where where you find problems in movies and stories. Here's where I'm finding a problem in your Because if we're going to do that, then you go back in the X-Men's history. Krakoa is not uh, a friendly. He actually tries to eat the X-Men. As a matter of fact, he lives off their psionic energy. And I think that's what's happening right now, currently. Subplot <laughs> on the X Men books, like he he captured the first class of X Men, almost killed the second class, and then you get the third class with Thunderbird, Storm, Wolverine, Banshee to free the first class. Like, and it, it's because Krakoa is evil or a villain at that point, so you can't have you can't establish that the island right off the bat. Oh, all the mutants live here. To me, that doesn't work if we're going to play because your whole thing of because right because like why wouldn't they just be living in normal society? Yeah, if, like I could see Charles Xavier living in his mansion and mm-hmm. masking the presence of all the mutants across the earth. Mm-hmm. I could see that, especially with Cerebro, mm-hmm. you know, all that being established. But just oh, we're all concentrated on this island, living happily. I can't. I that doesn't make. That much, like, because it's still a new concept in comics. Yeah. Because then that takes away too from like the X Men's whole narrative of them being outcasts, like, yeah, of them not being accepted and not. Well, see, I think they would have something to where like, they were, and then Charles Xavier would have just like wiped the memory of uh, of the mutants from uh, the Earth's population. Like they, they would have already have gone through all of those things, and because of those things, Charles Xavier would like. You know, do the catastrophic thing of because he's the whole thing is like do it peacefully. But he's like, you know what? The best way for us to be safe is for us. There's some 
It's for the earth to forget us and then, you know, wipe the memory. Um, and then that's whenever they either if it's not Krakoa, they find their location and then just there. Uh, but then you're right because it opens up to, well, what happens whenever the mutants are born? Yeah. You know, you can like yeah. find them and pluck them up and right. take them out. Yeah. I don't know. I just uh, because, you know, there's there's rumors. I almost I, I just let them let them. Uh, be exposed regularly, you know, naturally. Uh, Wolverine's in Canada, you know. Do a Hulk movie on the side where he encounters Wolverine. Yeah, that would be cool. You know, um, do the do an Avengers style movie with the X Men where you see like the Falcon or the Winter Soldier or Yelena's Black Widow encounter like a kid who can't control optic blasts and has to pull him out of a, a crowd or like the Doctor Strange coming the movie Multiverse of Madness where it's reported that Professor X is in this however they're going to do that I don't know they're going to throw the Illuminati in there they're, they're going to I know it uh, because yeah that's what I'm going to say like the rumors like of, uh, of Patrick Stewart being in in uh, the Multiverse of Madness and the the trail his voice it just it's him you know that's him tell, talking to Doctor Strange you know maybe we should tell him the truth or whatever that's Patrick Stewart he's in the movie and so if he's in the movie he's Charles Xavier in that movie so I what if he's a Kang variant yeah you're right they could <laughs> no they could do a Ralph Boner situation day ruined <laughs> day would. ruined yeah. Yeah. Like they they're like oh it's happening <laughs> I, I I hope he's Charles Xavier. But also, I'm scared if he's Charles Xavier. I can wait, man. I can wait for a good. I want a good introduction, exactly of the X Men. Because I'm saying, because like I don't want any, I don't want any like cameos, like any like oh, we gotta wait five movies. The end scenes. I want to see. We're so close to having. What I want is for the MCU to have ended with uh, with uh, Endgame. And then just reboot it and yes. restart it all. That would be cool. With dude. the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, Spider-Man, yeah. and Avengers all together in one universe. Yeah. That's what I really want. That's what I really, really want. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want. <laughs> That's the quote. That's what the quote I really, really want. <laughs> I but want. You know what, I, honestly, I want a complete MCU. You know, you know, you know, That's what I want. You know what? Honestly, ruined this, that concept. I think is this multiverse shit, dude. Like, I'm not. A, I don't. I'm not opposed to it. Like, I. I think it's cool, right? Because it's it's existence in comics. But I think that they're forcing a lot of characters that don't need to be forced, like Morbius, dude. That dude was already whack. You can't make that dude him, is so lame. You can't make him cool by saying, "Oh, he's just from another multiverse. This oh. is a different kind." Like, it's just a dumb concept, man. Like. And if you're going to introduce multiverse characters, use cool characters. And so the idea that like, oh, we can just take anybody. I feel like that kind of dilutes the the, uh, you know, the playing field to how to introduce characters as opposed to like, here's all the like the whole Spider-Man No Way Home that. That multiverse was fan service. Yes. To bring Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Right. That was fan service. And it was like it was Realistically, good. it should have been three Tom Hollands. Yeah. It should have just been three Tom Hollands from multiverses uh, from their respective universes yeah. with different uh, Spider-Man suits. Mm -hmm. That's what it should have been. But no, yeah. because of fans, it was just like, oh, we get to see Tobey Maguire. And like, and like, really rage boner for that whole thing because now look where the story is like the story is going to go back to if tom holland goes back to being you know normal spider-man as opposed to how he got his stark tech you know what i mean yeah well so, so now it's we like have, now we have like comic spider-man or i yeah. guess like you know ditko spider-man where he's just yeah in yeah. his apartment so but now all these villains also like, exist in the multiverse like craven and like craven is from a different universe it's like, Mysterio, yeah, so the scorpion i was want a spoiler alert for morbius because i know none of us say it gonna just watch say it. it yeah we don't care about Perfect. that movie dude so. so i i was on reddit and i read the, the a notable uh source the vultures in morbius's universe the way they do it though is so fucking dumb like, apparently, I don't know if this is legit or not, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but apparently that whole, uh, towards the end of, uh, of Morbius, like, uh, near the end of it, they have uh, the big rip, the purple rip that happens in No Way Home. 
Um, and uh, because the, the whole way people traversed the universe was, or the multiverse was, because they knew Peter Parker's identity, they went to where Peter Parker was, or Tom Holland was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, Adrian Toomes, uh, the vulture, uh, fall like, pops up into a jail cell in Morbius, and he doesn't know how he's died there. And they don't know how he got there. They don't have any records of him committing a crime. So they just let him go. And he shows up. He shows up, no suit, just, you know, in the jail cell. And then the final uh, end credit scene is him flying uh, in his vulture suit, in the whole MCU suit, uh, to uh, get with Morbius and telling him, hey, let's, let's, go, let's go find this guy, Spider-Man, and let's go kill him. And if they do that, that is so dumb because that throws out all of the development that well, is trash. I mean, just look at look at the, all the whole like, oh, I'm Venom, ha, huh? just kidding. I'm like, all that stuff is just fan. And they they call him a Marvel legend. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, dude, I already no, knew that he's was not a Marvel already, legend. That, when they had Jared Leto, he was introduced in 19. He's a Marvel legend. Here's some facts to know. I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. These are the same people that wanted. To I hope make, you, I hope you get done by uh, what's his like like what was that character in uh, American Psycho? Paul Paul something. Because <laughs> I listened to Huey Lewis and the. That's the only reason I watch Jared Leto movies. Because the only killed. the only crossover I wanted Morbius is Blade. Yeah, kill that motherfucker. Kill, come in and kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Blade, man, we're gonna get that movie pretty soon. Hopefully. That's gonna be good. I think I it's think. gonna be a series. Last There's your there. No, there. I thought it was gonna be a series. The last things that I'd heard was he was gonna yeah. get his own series on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. That that's how they were gonna introduce this new Blade. So, and I think that might be the direction oh, that they're going. Shit. Down. What, what if? What if? Uh, Cause Moon Knight's coming out. Yeah. Okay, so that's what my thing was. Is like they're starting to move into like how all these people want darker movies. I think they're doing the Marvel Knights. I think they're going to Midnight Suns. I think they're going to hit that that group of people that want that darker. Because now the other day I tried to log into Disney. It tells you you have to relog in to access the older the adult content that they're going to yeah. start putting on, and then or you can just keep watching your your PG thirteen with you know all the other Marvel stuff. But so I think they are going to start moving that direction instead of introducing these characters in like movies and stuff. They'll do them in like TV shows. Small Mike Mikedia.o. So, but yeah, so I don't know, man. I just I'm I'm just over that whole like the, with the Spider-Man too. The multiverse. The, the multiverse just, stuff yeah, dude, like I'm, I'm really over it. Like, especially with this Miles Morales stuff, man. Like uh the what if stuff and all that is cool. We already talked about the we talked you know, about the, that in the in the mm-hmm. chat. You know, about the designs and all that. But just the there doesn't need to be any more multiverse stuff. It's his I mean if it was a true what if story, like it's a hey, what if and this is a one shot, that's yeah. great. But they're connecting them and it's making it this whole story. And anytime they do a connecting what if story, they always pop into the main line and it's it's just, it's just dumb. It's really dumb. Yeah. It's it's overplayed, overused and um kinda kinda lazy. Definitely lazy for sure. So, and I've been wasting money buying that shit too. So, I'm I'm a I'm guilty of it. I just been trying to stay off the all these like groups, man, that just talk about the spoilers and what could happen because it just ruins it. it. Ruins the taste for getting excited about these movies and these characters, you know. See, that's where I'm, I kind of fall in, and where I on movies I know I'm not going to go in and watch like Morbius. I'll I'll read and check out the spoilers, and I think uh, uh, what was it? It was uh, the Venom Venom Two spoilers, I think, because uh, I, I enjoy you know reading the whole movie. It's like kind of reading the synopsis of the of the book or the movie and all that. Um, but Venom Two, Dude, this is wasting your time because you're arguing with people that are gonna like Venom because it's Venom. That's They're true. not gonna yeah. like it because it's a. Even if you wanted to come at it from a like a counterpoint of oh I did like this Venom comic story, they're not gonna care because it's Venom, and they are are the Punisher or whoever they got on the back of their decal on their truck. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I just remembered that the the Sony Venom thing, the whole the whole situation from No Way Home, where just kind of the bar scene and he just the, trash, trash, all that trash. leading up to what. All that that hype. How many years has that movie been out? Venom one and two, and then gonna be like, well, I guess it's time to go home now. Well, do you, what do you think they're really doing? Because we ha- we know for sure there's Craven coming out. Now we have Morbius. There's Venom already. So do you think that they're gonna be making any more villainous movies? They have to. That's all they have. They don't have like unless unless they break their contract with with uh, Marvel. That's the only way they're gonna stay afloat. They oh they they only have access to tertiary characters around spider-man all the uh 
outliers. That's why that's why there was a report of a Silver Sable Black mm-hmm. Cat movie. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Uh, the Prowler. Um, that's why there's a Craven movie coming out. Um, that's why there's Morbius, the shit Morbius. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's why they made Venom movies. Oh, man. Because they don't have... They, they realized they couldn't make a good Spider-Man movie. And Marvel could. So they've essentially licensed back Marvel's Spider-Man to Marvel to let them like dictate that story. But then they're like... The rest of the characters, you know, we'll let you use this, this, and this. Like, that's why um, you got the Vulture and you got mm. uh, the Shocker and the Tinkerer. You got all these little minor villains, but, like, the big one, Green Goblin, Dr. Octopus, you Chameleon, know. like, all these ones that would make really good storylines for Spider-Man. Chameleon's going to be in Craven. Chameleon was in the movies. Was he? He was the the bus driver in Far From Home. What? He was. His name, Dimitri, is the name of the bus driver. And so people, again, another loose, very loose connection. It's not confirmed that it's. Joey wants like hard this. facts. Oh, I'm like, he's, I'm, he's you know the main one in the, in the chat. You know what? Yes. He, he's the main one in the chat talking about all this shit. All this, oh, look at this and look at this and look at this. But then when you come with something right. like, no, I need a hard fact about it. Like, Y'all just fuck. need to think about how like goofy Easter eggs used to remember. Yeah. Like, like mom used to draw like Superman in the yeah. comics. Like it'd be like, oh, Clark. And it's just like, a, it's Superman obviously has like the character. Right. But it's not Superman. Like, he does nothing to do with the story. That's what these things are in movies. They're not anything that leads to... They're not hard, hard yeah. facts. The guy's name is Dimitri. He's a secret agent with S.H.I.E.L.D. That's the chameleon. Yeah. He can disguise it's himself. It's fun with to the think. Black Widow face He's, He disguised himself as a yeah. bus driver. Okay. I'll buy it. I'll, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll buy it. that oh, one. I'll so, buy that one. I'll see if it works into my plan. Yeah. Joey's got one of those string boards. Yeah, it's like Charlie Dave. From yeah, the yeah. <laughs> it's like this is no, it. That's Joey. I, I have a little post-it notes. It's not not a string board, but that, that's too crazy for me. <laughs> uh, but no, man, I uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, with uh, the X Men news and, and everything with MCU, I, even though I talk a lot of shit on it, I just I I don't know what's going on, and I I'm really curious to find out, and it makes me. Uh, kind of. I don't want to say sad, but just like with Sony and the Spider-Man whole situation, I just I wish we could get what you want, like you said before, uh, a rebooted or just a a new starting point. one cohesive universe, right? Like almost like let's say they like shut down with Endgame and they rebooted it with uh, Ultimate Marvel, whatever you know, the Ultimate Avengers, Ultimate Line, um, because now like having like the character rights and all that stuff and and uh, all the stuff that has to happen behind the scenes. It gets in the way of a really good story because yeah. now we get like Morbius and they're wasting so much money on making that movie. We know it's going to flop. There's no way they're like, oh, Morbius was you know, the best comic book movie I've seen in years. That's no, why they're pushing it so hard, man. Yeah. Exactly. That's why Jared Leto's on there like, I have the original comic. They're trying to appeal to everybody. Like, like, guess what? Everyone yes, has the original comic right. because they made so many right. and they didn't sell. Right, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> no, man, I... I'm pretty excited with, with, with what's going to be coming, um, especially with like with uh, you know maybe the X Men coming in, um, and I'm curious to find out what else might be coming into play because if my suspicions are right and the Illuminati is coming into the MCU, uh, we have Charles Xavier as the uh, as, as as Professor Xavier, Charles Xavier, Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier. Um, I think uh, we're gonna have uh, what's his name, Mordo, take uh, Doctor Strange's role. Uh, onto the to the the Illuminati and shit. I think we might even have Ian McGrufford pop in as uh, Mister Fantastic. Really? I not think a, so. Not Jim from the Office. The reason, the reason why. The reason, <laughs> here's the reason why I think it's going to be uh, him is because one, they're bringing back Patrick Stewart, um, and they changed uh, Miss Marvel's powers recently. They gave her the quantum bands. It looks like uh, to give her like a Green Lantern ability. Um, and without the stretchiness, because I think we're going to have somebody that stretches in pretty soon. I think it's going to be Mr. Fantastic. And I think it's all going to kind of cohesive in this multiverse of madness. So and they're going to think they're going to have the original 
Cause like Namor, like he's on the Illuminati, and there he's supposed to be in uh, Black Panther too, right? Yeah. So I'd so it's like maybe they. Are you think it's gonna be the original Illuminati lineup? You got the Inhumans, you nah, know? I don't think it's gonna be a beat for beat. Like that's why I said I think uh, um, uh, Mordo is gonna be Doctor Strange's replacement on it. Cause we um, saw him in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, true, true. And uh, we saw him in that same spot where all these like kind of Iron Man esque Ultron robots are walking through. Uh, so I'm thinking like the Reed Richards might have made them or you know somebody else, but some high uh, scientist mind. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a little remixed, but I think we're going to get the Illuminati. Uh, but I do think we're going to get Patrick Stewart, and I do think we're going to get Ian McGrufford in there. Um, Ian Grufford. Ian Grufford. What have I been saying? McGrufford. McGruffin. Like McGruffin. The, McGruff <laughs> the crime dog. <laughs> and I like how Joe. I think. I think. I think it's Patrick Stewart's already gone on record in saying that he is in the movie. I'm really? Like, yes. Yeah, he did that. that interview too, right? Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh, wow. Okay, well, cool. Tight. So Shout outs. Right. Stop. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Who do you got? Who are you shouting out today? No, you guys go. Us? Yeah, yeah, you guys go. Obviously, Joey wants to shout out Morbius movie. He loves it. And uh, and Adrian Toomes for showing up at the last minute in the movie and being like, let's go get this Spider-Man. Oh, man. Uh, Who do you want out, to shout out? Shout out to my wife because she always gets on to me every time. It's like, Danny and Armando always shout out Christina and Kate. And you never say oh. hey. You're right. Oh. My bad. <laughs> I am sorry. Lo siento. Lo siento. Damn. It's because we uh, learned the hard way, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we ain't. We ain't. <laughs> so shout Learn out from us. We're, not, from we're us. not smarter than you, yeah. bro. Shout, <laughs> shout out to my wife. Uh, these last couple of weeks have been a little difficult as far as like with, with work and trying to write and get everything together. But yeah. she's she's been my rock. So uh, shout out to my wife. Uh, but also shout out to Greg Peters. Uh, I saw him yesterday over at the farmers market. Oh, and great. I was absolutely dying because Jess was not stopping. At, she would she wouldn't get away from this damn uh, plant lady that was selling all these plants. So I think she spent like $30, $40. And then uh, wow. Greg, yeah, Greg was over there and I was like, hey, what's up, man? And we kind of just like segued ourselves away. Yeah. So shout out to Greg. Greg's always, he's all around town. Yeah, man. yeah. Go get your, your character done or Pinky in the Brain. Or, yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Who you got? Uh, shout out to my wife, too, and all my homies and my friends for checking on me the last couple weeks. Yeah, man. And uh, make sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my family's going through some stuff. So my mom and stuff, I hope she's okay. My daughter, she just sent us a, she was in a play, Peter Pan. What? So give her a shout out. She did, we're going to watch it tonight. They sent us the DVD of it. So awesome. we're pretty not, excited. Not a video? What? Yeah. It's a, it's, not I was video? like, what is this? Red, Red Bond? Yeah, it was, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> like they have like the um, Peter Pan on the front. It's like in a case on the back. She's credited and everything. It's That's like, tight. yeah, it's pretty cool. She's excited about it. So it's awesome. But yeah, shout out to all the homies, all the creatives out there, all the people still supporting us and, and supporting us individually too. And I haven't posted a lot on anything, but. Everybody's keep checking in and following and, and sharing art. So appreciate it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Shout out my wife, Christina. She always, like every time I'm about to leave the house, she goes, have fun. And the only thing, and like, how am I going to get Joey this week? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of course not. Of course. He's got a fucking list. Yeah, he does. Right? No. <laughs> No, it's always it's always fun. I always have fun with you guys. So yeah, Danny keeps can Danny keeps us on our toes, man, for sure. He keeps our minds going, which is good because if not, we would be yeah. And like, like even when he's nice, like I think uh, earlier this last like earlier when this, is that? Uh, well, I don't know when that is. I, I remember because uh, I'm a, I'm a little late on turning in scripts, and uh, it's like, hey, Danny, I think I I, can't, I know I'm sorry I haven't been on it, uh, but I think I got this epiphany. I'm really going forward. He's like, that's good. I told you guys. Uh, what'd you say? Uh, any momentum is good momentum or something along those yeah. lines. And then he said, I'm here if you need me. And he kind of just left it at that. I'm like, okay, do, do I follow up? Like, <laughs> it's, it's been a week. Do, it's, does he still know? Like, do, it, do I still need him? Does, oh, my God, like, what's going on? And I, then I don't know because then he likes shit. Like, oh, you get yeah. the, on Facebook, you get the updates whenever I post anything. Yeah. And yeah. you're usually the first person that replies or responds. So anytime like, I post anything, 
and you respond like, oh, fuck. I'm watching. Is, no, right? I'm watching. Danny's always like, watching. I'm watching. Man. He's the editor-in-chief, so, dude. That dude's watching everything. Make sure you out roller skating and not riding? <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. I made sure Mono, Mono too Mono was dealing with a lot of shit and I was like I'm, He better not be playing on fucking Facebook yes. And not getting the pages done Yeah bro He does in the other chat with our friends He's like y'all check on Mondo Make sure he's doing those pages I was like let me get off so I can do these I was like, like y'all pray for Mondo I'm He's not, not ch- dying or sick or yeah. anything He just owes me pages Yeah So I was like let me make sure I get these done I'm not trying to be on Facebook uh, yeah. Jess and I went over to the skate park And uh, I think it was on Wednesday and I was, yeah. She put it on live Like no no don't put this on live Danny's gonna see it I'm gonna <laughs> skate I'm gonna be doing a trick And I'm gonna hit by the tomato or something like that yeah. you're driving by Danny yeah <laughs> so yeah so anyways shout out to Rogue Media yeah. shout out to Mike and everybody here uh, we had fun today our first one on video hopefully we'll do it some more and we'll get uh, some look the Middle Eastern crisis and everything <laughs> we're topical guys we'll talk about everything we'll talk about everything so we'll see you guys next week later catch you guys later bye This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.